welcome to this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. This week we have Associate Pastor Sharonda Manor Foster. On this week's episode, we talk about the stretch. How since the global pandemic, the whole world is in an uncomfortable stretch. But at the same time, it's a valuable lesson because we all need to be stretched to our limits to endure and overcome new challenges. And I tell you that God will stricken you blind and then he will lead the way. It makes you more flexible. It makes you pliable because you are no longer in control. You have nothing left to do but to follow what God is telling you to do. It's a blind stretch. There's some people in here that just don't believe that. Or y'all being real easy with them. But I can tell you that in this season, I can tell you that this March of 2020, that God has been a miracle worker. And so it's hard for me to sit solemnly and be like, oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. I can run around this church, live. I can take lap after lap for who God has been to me. I'm sorry, but for the past few months, I've been loud. I've been routed. And so I like that. I like that, Greg. And so we're going to take it up one more time for the people who actually have seen him move. I've seen him moving. I've seen him proving. I have no problem saying that he is a way maker, that he's a miracle worker, that he is a light in the darkness. Oh, y'all ain't know nobody. It has nowhere to put this light. The darkness 
He's more than this song. I've seen him do it. I've seen him keep a promise. I've seen him answer prayer. I've seen him move in this season. I've seen him heal in this season. I've seen him restore in this season. I've seen him bless in this season. My God, it's just who you are. It's just who you are. And God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for who you are. The rocks will not have to cry out for me. As long as I have voice, as long as I can lift my hands, I will praise God for what he has done, for what he is doing, for the ways of escape he has made. I don't know, Liv, it feels like I'm getting louder and louder and louder and louder because those rocks will not cry out for me. And so I am grateful to our God for who he is. Thank you, praise team. Thank you for that. We need a reminder. We need to say to ourselves who he is because we don't want to risk forgetting. And so I am grateful on this afternoon to be in the house again. Why? Because he's kept another promise. Why? Because he's just been good. I'm not here because of anything that I did right. Only but for the mercy of the most high God. By the grace of the most high God. Here go I. <laughs> here go I. Here go I. By the grace of God. And there is a joy and a gladness in my heart. And I am grateful to be here. Grateful. Welcome to everybody who has joined us here in the sanctuary and on Facebook Live. If you are new to New Antioch Christian Fellowship at Aliante, I am Associate Pastor Sharonda Manor Foster. Our Senior Pastor, Dr. Naida Parson, is on vacation. Amen. It's, it's a little tiny vacation, but at least she is resting. She's getting some time off. And so let's still be in prayer for our pastor as she is resting and refreshing and refilling. And for all of those who are on uh, Facebook, thank you for joining us. She has left the A-team in charge. We got an A-team over here. And so she don't have to worry about nothing because I believe that we got it over here. And so we're going to go right, go right, go right into the word of God. I do have to tell you that we have been in prayer. The, the prayer team has been in prayer. It feels like we're in a constant prayer. Our, our line, our requests have just multiplied in this season. And we find ourselves answering prayers all through the night, all day. And I do want you all to know that are here and those who are on Facebook that we are praying for you. That we understand where you are. And so just know that you are covered in prayer. Please stand with me as we read the word. And this is going to be our foundational scripture on this afternoon. And so I thank you for standing with me. Go ahead and stand in your living room and reverence the word of God. It is Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brothers and sisters, 
I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining, stretching toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Let me say this again, forgetting what is behind and straining, stretching toward what is ahead. As you sit down and tell somebody in your living room, stretch, stretch. In 2015, you may have your seats. In 2015, Dr. Parson taught a series, and it was a, I don't know if it was a theme for the whole year, part of the year, but the whole series was called Stretch. And she talked all about stretch, how to stretch, when to stretch, why we stretch. I mean, we were all in. It is still one of my favorites to this day. I even had, for all of us girls that were in Temple Workout, we went and got us T-shirts made that said, Holding the Stretch 2015. I still got my shirt um, that we were serious about this stretch. And so as 2019 was ending, and I was looking forward to 2020, I started to make plans. I started to think about who I am, where I was, who I wanted to become. And I also knew that 2020 would be a big year for me, uh, for this is the year that I turned the big five Help us. Next Saturday, I will be the big five-o. And I know that there are some of those ladies out there that are cringing, saying, girl, why are you telling them folk? Look at Miss Liz, like, girl, be quiet, be quiet. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say it. But can I tell you that I am glad and I'm grateful and I'm grateful to be arriving. Reverend B just said, you ain't grown till you get 50. And so I'm almost grown and I'm excited about it. Now, if you ask me after Saturday how old I am, I'm going to be 50 for a long time. Be like, weren't you 50 last year? I'm 50. <laughs> I might be 50 for the next uh, uh, 10 years. But because of who I wanted to be and looking at my life and really looking over the next 10 years to come, I decided that I wanted to stretch, that I needed to put myself in a stretch. And so I entitled 2020, 2020 Stretch. It was, it's the year of stretch for me. And so I even had Pastor Rene to make me a logo, Stretch 2020, because I knew that I was going to put myself out there. I was going to do some things that I hadn't, some things that might be uncomfortable, that might be difficult, but I was going to do that. Little did I know, and who could have known that 2020, I think I was being deep, amber, and prophetic. I didn't know that 2020 was going to be the year of stretch for everybody. I don't know one person that can say that 2020 was not a year of stretch for them. 
we are still being stretched. We're in a global stretch. The whole world is being stretched at this time. Who could have known? We are all being stretched. We're being drawn out. We're being pulled. We're being pulled to the full length that we can be stretched out. We're being pulled to our full extent. We're being widened. We are being enlarged. And how are we being enlarged? By tension and by stress and by being pulled tight. We're all in a stretch. Everybody is in a stretch. We are being made capable of being pulled longer and longer without tearing or breaking, we're in a stretch. We're being pulled to the full extent without coming to a place of tearing or breaking. Whole countries are being, governments are being stretched, systems, faith-based organizations. I don't know when the church has been in a stretch like this. We can't do what we used to do. We can't gather the way we used to gather. We have to learn how to do everything that we do in our ministries. And this is across all faith-based communities. It didn't touch just one. It touched all of this. We're all in a stretch. We're all being stretched out. I don't even need to ask parents and school teachers to raise their hands on this afternoon because we are in a stretch. They're trying to figure out how to teach from a stretch position. Everything has been pulled tight. There is tension in it, and now they have to teach from that. Students have to learn from that. Parents have to parent from being pulled tight. Nobody ever thought that we would have to come into this position and still have to do what we do all the time. Businesses, we don't even know what to do. Our social norms are in a stretch. You mean I can't gather with my friends? You mean I can't go to the movies? You mean I can't go out to dinner? You mean I can't have community group? Everything is being pulled tight, tense, into a stretch. But I want us to understand, and I've really come to encourage somebody. Because unlike the stretch that I decided I was going into, these stretches are not one that any of us chose. This is like a trainer that has sent you to stretch. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I, I don't want to do any of those. I remember us being in workout class, and we would do a stretch. And some of the people would just stop right in the middle of the stretch and say, I don't even know what this is doing. I don't even know what this works. And they just stand up there and look at you. And I'm like, no, this stretch is going to be good. This stretch is going to work that. And people just stop. And I have you to know that in the middle of this stretch, some people have just stopped. And they're literally standing around looking at the world because they don't know what to do in this stretch. Because it's not anything that they ask for. They're not comfortable anymore. And for a whole lot of people, it's just straight painful. But I look to the Bible 
And I wanted to know, Jackie, what can we do about this stretch that we're in? What can we do about this stretch that I didn't ask for? I didn't ask to be uncomfortable. The stuff that I wanted to do in my stretch, that's all I wanted to do. But can I tell you that God has allowed this whole world to be put in a stretch? And so I looked to the Bible and I wanted to know what is it and what can we do about this stretch? But but looking through the Bible, all I found was was more stretches. All I found was people in the Bible stretched all the more and so they couldn't help me to say okay we don't have to do this because all of them were saying yes you all are going to have to do this and you're going to have to get through this stretch. In the book of Hebrews there's this great cloud of witnesses that are known for their faith. But I live, I just think that there should be another great cloud of witnesses that are known for their stretch. There is a whole cloud, a whole book of people that were stretched into purpose. We're talking about purpose all this year. And can I tell you that we serve a God that does not even back off in the stretch. He'll use your stretch for your purpose. And so the people in the Bible was like, yeah, you can look at us, but you're not going to get no relief and you're not going to get no help. What you will do is get some encouragement of how we made it through this stretch. Because we were stretched unto purpose. How many of them, who could I tell you about, who could I talk about in this stretch to purpose? Of course, there was Noah stretched to preserve life and start life again on the earth. You think you being stretched, try being the only man with his family left alive. Talk about a stretch, try being Moses, uh, stretched to deliver God's chosen people, dealing with all of those hard-headed, stiff-necked people, uh, fighting with them, uh, interceding for them. Uh, try being Moses and being stretched. Uh, try being Joshua, stretched to succeed Moses. I don't want to follow Moses. I can't do what Moses did. Now, you going to leave me with all of these crazy people? Try being Joshua. And then there was Joseph. Just stretched and stretched and stretched by family. Stretched by being lied on. Stretched by being thrown in prison. Try being Joseph and being stretched. And then there was David, the unlikely king. Who, me? Stretched in to be the king. And then there was Esther. You know, there was Esther. Esther, who was the queen, to save another group of people that the lineage would come through. Stretched. And then, and then of course, there was Jesus, uh, our great high priest, uh, stretched to lay off his deity to become human, uh, stretched to walk this earth, uh, stretched to lay on that cross at Calvary, stretched to be crucified and bear all of our sins. We're talking about a stretch. Uh, I feel like the author of Hebrews. He said, what more shall I say then? I don't have time to tell you about all of them. I don't have time to tell you about Gideon. I don't have time to tell you about Jeremiah. I don't have time to tell you about Daniel. I don't have time to tell you about Mary. I don't have time to tell you about John the Baptist or the disciples, all of whom were stretched into purpose. We will also move now into our time of giving, our time of giving tithe, tithe
tithing, we believe here is for worshipers only. It is a part of our worship. It is a part of what we do in our obedience just to show God that we are obedient and that we love him. There are three ways that you can give to our guests that have joined in. We are grateful that you are here and welcome into this place. You too also can give as those give that are members of our ministry. Three ways to give. You can give online at nuantia-aliante.org. Push the donate button and follow the prompts. Second way you can give is through text. Text 77977 to New Antioch, all one word, and follow those prompts. And then you can also give through the standard mail system. Our address will, will be in the comments. It's 2550 Nature Park Drive, North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89084. We are grateful for those who continue to give, grateful for your obedience in giving. And I want us to hear that. God's not stretching you for nothing. God is stretching you into purpose. He is going to make something of every stretch that he is putting you through. All of your stretches. For everybody who is in God, he won't waste them. He's going to stretch you right in to purpose. And I left my rubber bands over there, but I do want you to just picture a rubber band. It's in the side pocket in my uh, purse lid. And I want you to just picture a rubber band. And it is just there, side. <laughs> Thank you, Liv. I know that that's the jungle over there. There's a jungle in that purse. Thank you, thank you. And so I just brought my rubber bands. And I know that at, um, on Facebook you probably can't see it, but it's just a rubber band. Just a rubber band. And this is who we are with no stretch and with no purpose. There's a purpose for this rubber band. But me holding it like this, it has not fulfilled its purpose. It was made to do something. It was made to do something more than just look good. It was made to be stretched. It was made to be wrapped around. Now, when it's stretched, now it's at purpose. When it's stretched, it's doing what it was made to do. But if I leave it alone, it's nice, but it's good for nothing. And I want you to know that if God is leaving you alone and you're refusing to come into this position, you look nice, but you are good for nothing. You can look pretty and you can walk around and you can do whatever it is that you want to do. But can I tell you that you're good for nothing? God has set purpose in all of us. And until you are stretched to do what God has called you to do, you just look good. You just look good. Just hanging. You ain't wrapped tight. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not holding anything together. You just look good. And you're good for nothing. And I can tell you that we don't have a wasteful God. 
and that everyone that is born into this earth has a purpose. And he is going to stretch us, mold us, bend us until we arrive at that purpose. It is for us to do. And so from that great cloud of witnesses, of all of those that were stretched into purpose, I had to choose one. I, I couldn't go on. We'd be here all day if I tried to teach from all of them. And so I, I finally landed on Paul. And I chose Paul to show us, to demonstrate a series of stretches. For any of you that have worked out or seen people work out, there's all different kinds of stretches. It's, it's, it's for the bicep. It's the, it's the tricep. It's the hip flexor. I mean, you can just stretch, stretch your back. There's all kinds of stretches um, that you can do, things that will, that will pull you, things that will help you, things that will increase your, your flexibility. And so we're going to talk about one of the stretches from Paul. You know Paul who was first named Saul, the one who was persecuting the Jews, the one who was killing them. If you were about the way, you know, the way where the Jesus Christ followers, uh, then you were in the way of Saul and he wanted you out of his way. You were doing the wrong thing. That Saul, that Saul that wrote most of the New Testament Bible, that is the Saul that we're talking about. He is going to introduce a couple of stretches to you on this afternoon. And the first First stretch that Paul is going to introduce is the blind stretch. The blind stretch. Meanwhile, Saul was breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that he found, um, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, that would be Jesus' followers. Whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He said, who are you, Lord? Jesus said, I am Jesus who you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So, he, so they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind, did not eat or drink anything. The blind stretch. I want some of us to take this stretch from Paul and understand that you will go blind. Some of us may not lose our sight, but as you are being stretched, there's so many people, well, I don't even know what this is supposed to do, and I don't even know where we're going, and can you tell me what's going to happen next? It's an intentional, it's an intentional blind stretch. Why? Because it's going to improve your awareness and your flexibility. When you are not in control anymore, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, God will take control out of you. You thought you were choosing 
your own job and your own way and your own house and when you had children and when you didn't can I tell you that God will stricken you blind and then he will lead the way it makes you more flexible it makes you pliable because you are no longer in control you have nothing left to do but to follow what God is telling you to do it's a blind stretch and a lot of people refuse the blind stretch they just refuse to do it because they want to know what's going to happen next and they want to know who I'm going to be working with and they want to know well, how are they going to be how long am I going to be here how long is this going to last well you're not going to know that in the blind stress you're going to ask pastor said you're going to have to trust the tracks you're going to have to trust what God is telling you to do and move with him but it sure does make you more aware if you for me and I very rarely turn the lights on. If I wake up in the night, I don't turn on any light. I navigate from my room to the restroom, to the kitchen, back to the room. I don't have to be so aware because I know where the couch is. I know where that pair of shoes is. I know how to move around that. But if I'm put into a new place where I am blind, it makes me more aware. I'm, I'm, step, I'm barely stepping because I don't want to stub my toe and I'm barely stepping because I don't want to knock anything over. And so when God sends you blind, he's waking up your awareness. So many of us have been sleepwalking and sleep talking. But when God flips everything and, and sends you into a stretch, especially a blind stretch, it gives you cause to wake up and stop sleeping, sleeping through life because you just know what's going to happen. Oh, he begins to maneuver you through it and you have to try. Trust him. Oh, my God. Some of the time, God is only striking you blind just so that you can trust him. There's a blind stretch where God wants to take control because some of us sure do love being in control. But God can't stretch you because if you're in control, you won't let him pull. You're not even going to let him pull you to tension because that's uncomfortable. Oh, I don't like doing that. I can't tell you the darts and the looks that I get in workout class. When I ask anybody to stretch like this, I mean angry, lips, eyes rolling because they don't understand the stretch. So there's a blind stretch. And then there's the get low stretch. Get low in Acts 14, 8 through 14. In Lystra, there sat a man who was lame. He had been that way from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had faith to be healed, and called him out. Stand up on your feet. At that, the man jumped up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in the Laconian language, the gods have come to us in human form. Barnabas they called Zeus and Paul they called Hermes because he was the chief speaker. 
the priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and reeves to the city gates because he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to Paul and Barnabas. But when the apostles heard of this, they, they tore their clothes and rushed into the crowd shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are only human like you. The get low stretch will cause balance and humility. God will test you and stretch you just to see if you could get low. Just to see if you can be responsible for what it is that he is going to give. You know, balance. It gives you an even distribution of the weight. It enables you to stay upright and steady. But you have to have the ability to get low to maintain your balance. Because if you allow this world to, to pump you up the way the people were doing over here, you're going to be off balance. Uh, for us, we're going to be top heavy. Our heads are going to be so blown up that we're going to be what There is no balance uh, when we allow the people to pump us up. There is no humility. You just might take God's credit. You just might think that you are with him you just might start be believing the hype you just might believe your own press you have to have the ability to get low Paul is showing us these stretches and I want us to understand because often we miss the stretch because this one don't feel so bad this stretch feels good oh I can do this one Oh, I don't mind doing this one. And that's because we don't understand that we're in a stretch. We don't understand that we start to take God's credit. We don't understand that we're taking something that doesn't belong to us. We all get this S on our chest. And now I'm the superhero. And now I'm the favorite. And now there is no humility left in me. I don't know how to come down and so I'm out of balance. My God. I don't know how many leaders and how many people we see that become out of balance because they don't know how to get low. How many people in relationship, and I have seen this in spouses, where they get out of balance because they don't know how to get low. I need to be the one on top. I need to be the children's favorite. I need to be the breadwinner. I need to be the one in control and so you you top heavy and you're all out of control and you have no balance and you're tipping over and God put you in this stress because he wants to see how you will behave because if you can't take it right here how will you be able to go any further you had better believe that these stretches are tests. He's testing your stretch. And if we can't get low, we have to be able to keep the weight even on all sides. We have to not get into God's place. And, and I don't want to stand in your place. I'm going to get low and I'm going to thank God for what he has allowed me to be, to become, and all of that. But I tell you that we can get so full, we get high, we get intoxicated. Ice Cube said, don't get high off your own supply. 
Don't get intoxicated off of your own stuff. Oh, you just getting high off me. Aren't I lovely? Didn't I do that great? Oh, I came through again. Oh, they called me again. And then you just start to get high off your own supply. And you're not in the stretch. And you're not doing it. And you're failing. And you won't be able to last. Remember that these individuals were stretched into purpose. There's a reason why right now you're being stretched in the get low stretch. There's a reason why right now God's trying to see if he can take you further. Can I take him to the next place, to the next level? Is your conversation a whole bunch of eyes? And I did this. And I did that. And I talked to him. And I made it better. And I showed up. And I was this, get low. Your language has to change. God allowed me to get over there just in time. It was God, it wasn't me. Boy, if it wasn't for this great team, I don't know what I would do. It's not I. It's a we. It's a get low stretch. It's a get low. The next stretch that Paul shows us is the what stretch? Whenever my grandson does anything and I don't respond right, he says, Granny, you're supposed to say, what? And so I have to go back, what? And so this is the what stretch. Paul says this. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent the night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from the Gentiles, in danger in the city in danger in the country in danger at sea and in danger from false believers I have labored and toiled I have gone out without sleep I have known hunger and thirst I have gone often without food I have been cold and naked Paul is showing us the what the what stretch but some of you could stand right up there with Paul and Lamia run down the list. You wouldn't believe the stretches that I have been through. You wouldn't believe where I have been standing. But Paul is showing us how to stand in that endurance stretch and face hardship and face adversity. You know, endurance, the ability to sustain a prolonged effort or activity. Can you stand the what stretch? I don't know if you've ever looked at God like, what? You want to do what? We doing what? I got to do what? Who? What? You know, this person died. This person left. That got fired. Ain't no money. What? Now the car is broke down. And now the refrigerator don't want to work. And then Paul says, and then the 
Jews was tripping on me. And then the Gentiles was tripping on me. So that means my people tripping. And then the ones that ain't my people is tripping. He says, I've been lost out at the open sea. And those that's just drifting. Can't see land. Don't know when anything is going to stop. Can't see out. All you can see all around you is just water. Paul said, I've been just drifting. I don't know which direction God is going to take me in. I don't know how long I'm going to be out here. I'm just drifting. Bandits have come at me. The enemies have come at me. But he was in this endurance stretch. And I want us to understand that. I love it in Ephesians 6 where it says, And after you have done everything to stand, Stand firm then. After everything that he said he went through. After you've done all. See, sometimes we miss that. That scripture says, after you've done everything that you can do, there is nothing left for you to do. Now you have to stand. And the stretch is asking you, do you have the endurance? Do you have what it takes to stand after the world has come at you? Will you still profess God? Will you still stand and work? Or will you bail? Will you run? Will you give up? Will you say, I'm not doing that stretch? I don't want to do that stretch. And you go right back to being this. God tested you with people, with situations, with family, with friends, with jobs, with money. And he was pulling you and everything was tense and he had you pulled tight because he was stretching you into purpose. Did you quit? And go back to where you look cute, but you're good for nothing. There is purpose in the stretch. And I want us to understand that in these stretches that Paul has shown us, that even though he didn't ask for all of them, he was intentional. Why? Because he continued to go the way of God. He was stoned and left for dead. He was shipwrecked. But he kept going for God because he was in pursuit of the purpose that he was called for. He endured it. He got flexible. He was aware. He stood it and he gained his balance. He stayed low, but he was intentional. And I want us to understand that I have come to encourage somebody on today to be intentional. I want you to look and ask God, am I in the stretch? I want you to look and see if you're looking just like this rubber band because you refuse to be uncomfortable. But can I tell you, you're not going to get where God wants you to get if you refuse to be stretched. You show me anybody anywhere that has not been stretched that approved that made it to their purpose I don't know who they are I don't know who they are that was just born and became I just don't know especially a God-given purpose 
you have to be willing to get into the stretch. We have to be willing to go through the hardships. And some of us are in some hard places. Some of us are in some serious stretches. Some of us have given up on it. But can I tell you to get back in the stretch? To get back into what God has calling you to? I want you to look around and ask yourself, am I being stretched? Because we don't think that is us, but we are all in a stretch right now. And God is pulling us, shaping us, trying to get us to a place. Some of us, as soon as one person said something about you, that was all you had. That was all you had. But if you're going to be a Jesus follower, you had better believe that there is going to be some persecution. And it's just like Paul said, it's going to come from the inside and the outside. And so you had better be ready. But to fulfill purpose, he will put you in that endurance stretch. You will have to go through the what? But when God has set his purpose on you, he knew who you were from the beginning. Before you were in your mother's womb, he already knew. And up until this very day, he's been stretching you to purpose. He couldn't have sent that baby that your mom birthed to do what he's calling you to do today. There is a series of stretches. Just ask Jeremiah. There's a series of stretches. Just ask David. There's a series of stretches. Just ask Paul. You're not in any one place for no reason. Paul said in Galatians 1.15, But when God who set me apart from my mother's womb had called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me so that I might preach to him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see um, who the other apostles were. Some of us want to know who's going to be there. And what they going to be doing? And are they doing any work before I come? Because I'm not going to be up in there doing everything by myself. Or are we going to consult with our friends? Do you think I should go? Do you think I should do it? Do you think I belong? Do you think I should go over there? He said, I didn't go consult with anybody. Because he believed that God had called him. Some of us is just having way too many conversations about the stretch. Paul trusted God in the stretch. And that is what we have to do. In your purpose, in your stretch, your purpose will be revealed, activated, and cultivated. In your stretch, your purpose will be revealed, activated, and cultivated and I want us to be aware of what comes out in the stretch stretches will let you know what you're lacking stretches will let you know where you're a little light where you could use some work some of the areas where you thought you were the strongest where you thought you had it all together a little stretch will reveal your attitude and your anger. A little stretch will reveal just how immature you are. A little stretch will reveal just how insecure you are. But I want us to understand that that's the purpose of 
little stretch. Don't get upset about that because God is exposing some things to you. And so just don't point at the other individual and be like it's them. God is exposing you in the stretch. He needs to reveal some things. He needs to activate some things so he can cultivate some things. I want us to get this purpose thing right. And so go ahead and take it. Whatever comes out of that stretch, go ahead and face it and correct it in the stretch so that God can take you where he needs you to be. We're going to go into our altar call. I do have word for a couple of people that God showed me when I was preparing this. But I want us to know that we serve an intentional God who does not waste anything. That we are being stretched. It's uncomfortable. It's tension. It feels like everything is pulled tight. Can I tell you that God is making you in that stretch? You're being made. Man, do you think the greats that we look at could have known what God was making of them in the stretch, in all of the uncomfortableness, in all of the challenges, in all of the people? Do you think Paul could have known that we would still be resting on his word, that we would still be using him, that him and those apostles changed all of eternity for us? Do you think he could have known that? Can I tell you in this place that there is a greater work and a greater purpose that God is calling you to? So let's come out of the lazy stretch. We don't want to do it. My brother played football. I always talk about my brother, but he had a guy who was on the football team and um, the coach would say, oh, God, y'all stretch, get warmed up. And we're going to go out in a minute and everybody would be down on the field stretching. And then he said his roommate. <laughs> Everybody's in some intense stretching. And he just say, I'm going to do a couple of these. Mm -hmm. A couple of these. Football player. And that would be the only stretches that he would do. Mm. I'm just going to do a couple of these. Anybody who knows. Anybody who's going to play any sport, okay, you're not doing anything. You're really not doing anything. And for some of us, and for those who are out there on Facebook, you're doing a couple of these. A couple of these. But you're really not engaging in the stretch. God is calling you to something more and to something greater. Pastor C would always say, I don't know who you're going to become. When God gets through with you. But we're tiptoeing around the stretch. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want anybody to come at us wrong. We don't want our spouse to say something. Some of you, your spouse is in your life because they're going to help you stretch to where God wants you to be. But you won't listen to them. And they can't tell you nothing. But it's a part of your stretch. 
some of those young adults that's going haywire, running all over the place. They're a part of your stretch. God's testing. He wants to know. He wants to see what you're going to do. And I love what Rick Warren said. He said that God wants us to pass this test. He has given us everything that we need to get through this stretch and become who he has called us to be. And so I just ask you to ask yourself, when have I been uncomfortable? When have I allowed myself to be uncomfortable? Some of us, even in our physical workout, we breathe heavy like, oh, I ain't doing no more of that. Because we don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't go into rooms with new people because we don't want to be uncomfortable. We won't work with people we don't like because we don't want to be uncomfortable. Because, but some of those people that you don't want to work with, and some of them are hard people to work with, and some of them are not nice people, but they're a part of your stretch. And they're going to shape you up. But you'd be like, uh-uh, I don't like that. And you're gone and you run. And I want us to be encouraged on today to stand in the stretch. Tell somebody, hold the stretch. Hold the stretch. That's right, Jackie. We still holding the stretch. Why? Because I want what God wants for me. I want what God wants for me for me I am going to challenge you praise team because what I want is the song you open service with it is a beat but I need the people to know that they are not alone I need the people to know that they can call on Jesus I know it's fast and I know it's upbeat and we're going to end the service uh, with that but I want to Omar, you came up from the beginning of the message. We were in prayer maybe two weeks ago. Your name came up then too. You have been in a stretch. I don't even know how long. And you have endured. You have stood through. God showed me you. And he said that Whatever, whatever it is, whatever it was, that God keeps no record of wrong. And he wants you to know that. He said, tell Omar, I keep no record of wrong. And the only thing that you need to do is forgive Omar because God has already forgiven Omar. And so forgive yourself. Because there is such a great purpose in you. And I've watched you move forward and move back. I've watched you move forward and move back. And I have a respect for family and all of that. But can I tell you that it's the enemy that wants you to keep moving back? Can I tell you that there is not one person in here, not one person in leadership, that we are not dealing with life, dealing with family, back and forth. But when the devil hits us, we engage in. There's power in the number in the house. He wants you to pull back. He wants to isolate you so that he can keep talking to you. 
When you feel that, I want you to engage. And that doesn't mean that you just get busy and start doing a whole lot of stuff in the house. But I want you to pull in to the people of God. But he said, in him, it's already done. In him, it's already finished. And so you're not waiting for him. This is with you. Pastor Kevin said two Sundays ago that we have to get a press and some of the press is to press past ourselves. It's already done. You've already been forgiven. Forgive yourself and let's get to purpose. And let's get to purpose. It's already, I wish I could lay my hands on your heart, Omar. So that I could just kind of tap on it and break up some of that fallow ground. But it's already done. You made it through the stretch. You made it through that stretch. And so it's already done. And so just move on and get on with it. Just keep stepping and get to purpose because God has so much, so much more for you. Tiffany, the same thing for you. I mean, people just, they were showing up as I was writing. And people that have endured the stretch. The purpose that God has for you is too great. I can't see the end. I can't see it. But it's bigger than what you could ever, ever, ever imagine. And in the same way that the enemy would like to put you in a stretch and then you get uncomfortable and be like, I'm not doing this no more. But you're going to have to endure. Why? Because the place that God is going to take you, this is small. This is minimal pushback. In that what stretch? It was this. It was that. It was the bandits. It was my friends. It was my haters. It was, it was everybody. But can I tell you that God said, I got you in the stretch and there's a purpose for it. Because if you can endure the stretch now, by the time you get later on down the line, you used to that. You'd be like, oh, we used to do these all the time. This, this is nothing for me. And so I encourage you to hold the stretch. Don't be pushed back. Don't, don't fall back. Just endure. Endure the stretch. You too, Amber. Stand in the stretch. Uncomfortable. Don't feel good. And sometimes we're just like, I don't want to do this. And some people just wouldn't show up because they didn't want to do it. But God is just calling you to greater. This is a, a he's, these people were stretched to purpose. Nobody just arrived at it. And so though it be uncomfortable, though he slay you, he will, you have to trust him. You have to stand with him. That's, that's if you want to not be this. Because this is cute. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's not fulfilling purpose. It's just hanging around. And this is for so many of us. Monique, you have to get in the stretch. Your life has been stretched. You have endured. You're in the what stretch? 
But God is asking you to get into an intentional stretch. You have been in surprise stretches, nothing that you chose. But he's asking you to choose some stretches that is going to pull you and expand you and stretch you into purpose. You like being comfortable. We all do. We like, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go home. I'll help y'all out if y'all need me to help you out. But when God is calling you to more and your purpose is in it, then you have to intentionally say, I'm going to get into the stretch. And that's what Paul did. So come what may, he got into the stretch. And that is where you have to find yourself. And that is the same with everyone that has joined us today on Facebook. You, we all are in the stretch. It's an uncomfortable stretch. But God is saying, hold the stretch. Hold the stretch. Don't give up. Don't give out. Don't walk away. Why? Because there is purpose in it. For all of the teachers and the students and the parents that are like, you know what? And I've had people to say, I took my kids out. We're not doing that. I'm not doing this. I'm not teaching no more. I'm walking away. I'm not doing this. You don't know what God is stretching you for. It's uncomfortable. It's unbelievable. We don't have what we need. Can I tell you that God live is building innovators in this season? He is building innovators in this season. That we have better get used to what God is showing us, stretching us. Those that will excel in this season. There ain't no telling of what's going to come out of that stretch. The same thing with those who are in ministry. We better get used to this stretch. Darian, we better get used to this stretch. Of God is showing us something. He is showing us how to just minister in him. If you had no applause. If you had no holler back, could you still preach the word? If you had to sit in a room by yourself, you and a camera, could you still give it everything that you had? If all of the church doors were closed and we could not gather, how in the world would the gospel reach the ends of the earth? We're in a stretch. Where are the innovators that will say by all means and by any way, I will get this gospel to the ends of the earth. Where are those that will say, I will pull my family out of this burning building. Y'all, this earth ain't gonna last, but I'm gonna wait till they come to church. Well, what if they can't come to church? I'm gonna wait until they treat me better. What if they don't treat you better? What if it never gets better? What are you going to do? We can hang around and look good. Or we can be stretched into purpose. I'm going to pray. And I am just so grateful that God would even come to encourage us. Because there are just some people that are uncomfortable. God, but I'm lonely in this. And he's going to work that out for your good. God, but I'm fearful in this. 
You don't think Paul was fearful. You don't think he was afraid. You don't think he was hurt. Stoned to death left for dead. And he got up and walked on. He's made of the same stuff that we're made of. He's not superhuman. But he did have super faith. He did believe in his God. And that is what we have to do. And so before I pray, I want to talk to those who are out there who just don't know this Jesus that we're talking about. Because I keep saying it in your God-given purpose. And God is stretching you to purpose. But if you don't know who he is, if you don't have him, then you can't know. I keep saying this because it's blowing my mind, but all over in the news, when I read in the newspaper, on television, I am seeing God move in people. Move on people. Move on unbelievers. People who never professed Christ in their life are coming out of hospitals, are gaining jobs, and are saying, you know what, I never really was a believer before now, but now I believe. You had better believe that God is still working in this season. For some of us, you've only been stretched enough to get you to him. He's going to stretch you just enough until you holler out, Jesus. He's just going he to pull you enough until you say, God, help me. Some of you are in that place to get you to him. Some of your family members in hospital, some of you risking losing your job, losing your homes. God is stretching you into a place until you call for him. Man, man, I feel that. He'll do that. Well, God, you're out of line for making me lose my job. Your soul is worth more than that job. Your soul is worth more than that job. God, you're out of line for making me be as sick as I was in that hospital. Your soul is worth more than a few stays and a few days in the hospital. And I know that that is serious, but there's people that's coming out of that hospital and the doctors already told them, we don't know what happened. We don't know how you made it because we had left you for dead. And then they come out professing it was only God. It was only God. It was only God. And now those people are walking on and telling about God. And we've been over here fine and well and we're not saying anything. Get in the stretch. And so if you don't know him, then I want to invite you on this afternoon, even if you're here and you're like, I've, I've, I've taken advantage and I've given up on him. But on today, I want to say, Jesus, I need you. He doesn't mind if you're in a tough situation. He'll take you right where you are. He doesn't mind if you're sick in your physical body. He'll take you just as you are. And so if you're in a place today and you're like, you know what? I need to know him and I want him in my life. Then just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I've been in a stretch and I don't understand. I've made mistakes. But Jesus, I need you. God, I believe that you sent your son for me. And I invite you, Jesus, 
to come into my life and change me. Have your way and do what you will. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Let's pray. You all stand with me. And if you've been in a stretch, just give it over. Just give it over. Just give it over. And if you have been too comfortable and refused the stretch, then apologize and ask God to forgive you. Father God, we say thank you for today. We say thank you, oh God, for what it is that you were doing yet in this earth, God. We still see you moving. We still see you proving, oh God, just how great you are. We said thank you, oh God, that you are still making and molding your people. We said thank you, God, that your hand is yet upon us. We said thank you, oh God, for the series of stretches that you're sending us through because you're yet weaving them together, yet molding us, oh God. We said thank you, God, for what it is that you're doing in the lives of your people. And so we ask you, oh God, to continue to move on behalf of your people, continue to stretch the church, continue to stretch this country, that we all might be drawn all the more to you, God. And so we said thank you for the stretch. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for your mercy and your grace, God. Thank you for the plans that you have for us, God. Thank you, oh God, that you are yet moving on our behalf. My God, we said thank you, my God, on this afternoon for who you are and for who you are in us. Thank you, Lord. So be encouraged. To endure, be encouraged to stand, be encouraged to be strengthened, be encouraged. Amen, amen. You may have your seats. Thank you to all of those on Facebook. If you said that prayer with us, then we have a book for you that we want you to have. And it's just a saved book, and it just shows you how to walk out the rest of this life with Jesus. Just a few basics. You can just type it right there in the comments, and we will make sure that you have received that. We do have just a couple of announcements that we have. And so distance learning camp is still happening. Hey, we talked about that stretch with the teachers and the students. Parents, if you need some help, we are here every day at the Aliante Comp campus and over at the Central Campus from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. We have our teachers teachers, our tutors that are with your students, call us, call ACS uh, Distance Learning Camp at AntiochServices.com. Get on the list. It's a minimal fee, but your child will have the best opportunity. Your child will have the best opportunity. The other thing that is starting this week is Kingdom Academy is starting this week. Come on and learn. Put yourself in the stretch and learn what you need to learn. The classes that we have for this upcoming, for the upcoming courses is Intro to Ministry by Dr. Parson, Message Writing by Pastor Tara, Teaching Techniques by Pastor Darian, and Your Call, Your Purpose by Pastor Tiffany. If you need to register, those classes are only $40. Where else? 
can you get college level classes for $40? I'm telling you, that is not what I'm paying. And so go ahead. They start um, tomorrow, September 7th. It is not too late for you to register. You can go to thekingdomacademy.org to make sure that you have registered for those classes. If you're someone who have been taking classes and you're like, but I only needed one or two more, please let Pastor Darren or Pastor Tara know so that they can get that class for you on schedule because we want to turn out more ministers, more pastors, more servants in this season. Y'all, we got to take this land and we are going to do that by people knowing who they are in Christ. Amen. I believe that that is all of our announcements. I don't see anybody telling me anything more. And so you guys have a blessed, blessed Sunday afternoon. Our sanctuary attendants will make sure that you can get out safely. And I say thank you again. Amen. Amen. Let's say our benediction together. Stand on up. Y'all help me out. Y'all going to let me do that? Oh, thank you. I'm like, okay, ain't nobody going to say nothing. Let's say it together. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. Greet one another with a holy wave. Good afternoon, Facebook. Good afternoon, family. All the saints salute you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus. Or for Central Campus, that's New Antioch Central at 77977. Thank you.